When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into First Take on a Feel Good Friday ahead of All-Star Weekend. Okay, everyone at home, my First Take fam. This was not confirmed by Adam Schefter. Hi, Monica. Hi, Tim. I'm Molly. Hey. Um, this was not confirmed by Adrian Wojnarowski, Adam Schefter, but this is, this is what I was told by Stephen A. If he wants to change the story when he gets here, that's fine. But this is what I understand. Stephen A. Smith is one of the coaches in the Celebrity All-Star Game tonight alongside our guy Shannon Sharp. It's going to be Epic TV, right? Absolutely. Sponsored by Ruffles. So yesterday, SA had to get out there, get out to Naptown early, and they had a practice. So he started messing around with Micah Parsons, of all people, one of the guys on his team, obviously a Dallas Cowboy. Micah crossed him over, and all I know is Stephen A's at the hospital right now getting x-rays. So I'll let him tell you the rest of the details <laughs> oh my when goodness. he gets here. Now, Monica, here, we're going to have some fun with this. Here's the other detail yes, I want everyone at home to know. I tried to sell Stephen A when oh he went God. on the mound – with the Yankees, he had on Christian Louboutins. Oh. We're like, what are you doing? You're going to slip on the mound. So apparently yesterday when he's playing, here we go, oh, wearing well. the, wearing the we Louboutins, go. this is what I'm told, when he's messing around on the court with Micah Parsons, his celebrity team, and he has the injury, what does Stephen A. have on? Louboutins. you got to stop with the flex. Could we get the guy some J's, get him with some proper basketball shoes so we don't keep having these injuries? I thought he would have learned his lesson at Yankee Stadium, but apparently he did not. So uh, oh, man. I, I don't know what you guys want to well, do with crossed that. Up, crossed up has a lot of different context now, okay? You, sometimes guys get crossed up. You watch the replay. It turns out the offensive player stepped on the guy's foot, right? You go, okay, we stepped on his foot. Yeah. Sometimes you get a little knee wobble. Yeah. If you get a knee wobble uh. and you go down and roll an ankle, uh. that's a whole nother level of getting crossed up. And by the way, it's, it, listen, I know Michael Parsons is an elite level athlete, yeah. but he is a football player. Yeah. You can't be getting crossed up by a football player. But Mm-mm. do you find it interesting that of all people, it happened to be a Dallas Cowboys player? That it really is kind of karma. You can't, that even, is you can't, even, make, uh, that's you can't even make this up. It's that's like, ironic. It's too good. So, Monica, we're waiting for Stephen A. to get here. He will be here any minute. And obviously, in all seriousness, S.A., we're wishing you a speedy recovery because I can't see him on the court with crutches tonight. Like, it's just going to be too much We will have me. an absolute field day if that happens. Oh, Absolutely. RJ, Ryan Rucco on the call. We will absolutely. have fun with that. Who's, who's sideline reporting tonight? Um, Cassidy is hosting, and then okay. the three of us are in the booth. And so we okay, will have so a, I'm gonna, a assorted roles. Yeah, I'm going to need Cassidy to be checking on him regularly. I will be able oh, it just got worse. News just came into me. Uh-oh. Micah is on Shannon's team. Oh, oh, so oh, Shannon brought in his hitman. All right, it's too good. <laughs> it is too good. All right, you know who else is too good, guys? Caitlin Clark. Can we break this down? 
so the Iowa star entered Thursday's game against Michigan needing eight points to pass Kelsey Plum for the all-time NCAA women's mark, and she did so emphatically, draining a deep three from the logo just 2-12 into the contest to set the record. She went on to score an Iowa single-game record 49 points in the 106-89 win. Here's Caitlin on that historic night. I told some of my teammates and my coaches, like, if I got a chance in transition, I'm going to launch one. And honestly, I didn't know if it was going to go in because it was, it was a deep one. But then it goes in and Coach Wooder calls timeout. And I'm just thankful to be surrounded by these people, this place. Um, I'm just so grateful, honestly. How did you absorb it in that moment? She calls timeout. How did you let this moment wash over you? I mean, just trying to enjoy every single second, um, you know, hugging my teammates, hugging my coaches, because I wouldn't be standing here if it wasn't for them, if it wasn't for these fans, for my family over in the stands. Um, it takes a village to become, you know, something like this and build something like this, and Coach Wooder's been doing it for 20-plus years, and I'm just lucky to be a small part of it, and she lets me be Caitlin, and um, for that I'm forever grateful. So Clark's passed some big names on NCAA women's all-time scoring list, including Kelsey Plum and Brittany Griner. Clark on pace to be the first player in D1 history to lead the nation in scoring in three different seasons. Unreal. Monica McNutt, what does Caitlin mean to women's sports and sports overall right now? It's incredible, Molly. I would say unequivocally, she's sort of the face of the current climate of women's basketball. And she's done it with such grace and poise in my mind. Our colleague Debbie Moens, or excuse me, Beth Moens actually told The Athletic that it's the culmination of her personality, her social savvy, and of course what she's doing on the court. That is unlike anything we've really seen to this point in the game. And last year at the Final Four, we had an opportunity to share earpieces together. She truly is gracious. She's a competitor. She wants to get better and she wants to make her team better. I do think it's important, though, that we point out the time in which she has come into the public consciousness. And so many people have been brought to the game of women's basketball because of what Caitlin is doing. And I love that. Um, it is to her credit, it is to all the women that came before her's credit to push and push and push for women's basketball to be on such an elevated platform and a tip of the cap for, to her indeed for, for performing at such a high level when the lights are the brightest they've ever been on the women's game. Yeah, I, I couldn't sum it up any better than that, Monica. I think every, I echo every single word you just said. For me, when I look at somebody that is a transcendent generational talent that combines that skill with the leadership qualities that she has, with the toughness that she has, with the poison savvy that you talk about, with the fact that she's able to be you know, such a dominant spotlight in that program and yet be loved by her teammates, that says a lot about her and who she is. And, I, and I'm going to take it a step further in terms of how I view her overall. And look, anytime you make up a list of your favorite anything, any of us, right, it's subjective. It's all based on your personal preferences. And I've been saying this lately, and some people kind of push back on it, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not I'm going to stand by it. For me, she is top five most entertaining basketball player I've ever watched. I can watch Caitlin Clark play seven nights a week and be that entertained by her. And I'm talking about go back to you know, my idol, Larry Bird. I'd put Steph Curry in that category. I'd put Michael Jordan in that category. And then that fifth spot, maybe Kevin Durant. He's probably right there. Even Westbrook in the Oklahoma City Thunder days was that for me uh -huh. because it was guaranteed two and a half hour of my time. What I was about to see with somebody playing with that kind of passion and intensity. And that, it was all about that. So everybody's got that different list. I'm putting Caitlin Clark right in there for me. I can 
watch this ad nauseum. Last night, I'm taking the train up from Philly to New York to get up here, and I'm like, what, 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 what time's the game? What channel's the game on? Peacock. Okay. Get my iPad out. I'm sitting there on the train, and I'm watching Caitlin Clark because I didn't want to miss the moment. I didn't want to miss, miss the game because everything she does is just eye candy. It's spectacular the way that she does it, but it's productive. It's not just flash. It's the way she has to play to give her team a chance to win. So I, I literally, there aren't enough platitudes for me for what Caitlin Clark yeah. has meant, what she's doing, and, and hopefully what, what her future will continue to be beyond college. Absolutely, Legs. I mean, you look at it, and yes, we gawk at the logo threes, but over 750 rebounds, over 750 assists. Like, she is a playmaker for this team. Now, I will say this, guys. As someone who has covered the women's game, has attributed much of my personal success to being a part of the women's game, I am so excited about where we are currently. And I really, really hope that this energy and this enthusiasm continues beyond Caitlin Clark. If she decides to go to the WNBA next year, I'm sure the fervor will follow her. The Indiana Fever here in Indianapolis for All-Star Game, they have the number one pick. But there's also a young woman that is sort of already following in her footsteps in Juju Watkins out at USC. And so I hope that we continue to keep the energy and enthusiasm about these incredible, entertaining basketball players who are also terrific young women legs. But this has been a blast to watch. And I can't wait to see what this Iowa team may do in the postseason this year. Absolutely. Something special, no question. Uh, let's keep it rolling here, guys, and uh, I want to get into the NBA. So taking on a shorthanded Memphis Grizzlies team on a second half of a back-to-back, the Bucks got outworked and outplayed on their way to a 113-110 loss. The loss drops them to 3-7 and seven since Rivers took over for Griffin and gives them a 35-21 record heading into the All-Star break. Here's Doc postgame. I thought we were bad until we needed to be. You, you know what I mean? Like, we started out the game, um, I think um, – we gifted like five threes in a row where we were standing there. And we just, you know, everybody in this league can play. You got to respect everybody. Um, the one kid made three in a row, you know, um, and we, did, we didn't even adjust. Guy drives, uh, we have to help, leads to a three. We come back in this, uh, on our set, uh, two guys forget what we're running. Uh, then we miss the shot and then nobody gets back. That's how we start out the third quarter. That tells you all you need to know about where our heads were. Um, you know, um, we, we had some guys here. We had some guys in Cabo. <laughs> we had some guys in Cabo. Uh, the Bucks are now 3-7 and seven under Doc Rivers. That's the worst 10-game start of his coaching career. Milwaukee was 32-14 and 14 before Rivers took over. Also, just want to give you an update. Um, speaking to someone inside Stephen A's camp, he should be arriving shortly. Right. Um, I will start with you. <laughs> I, will, I will continue to keep you posted on such matters. Uh, Tim, how bad are things for Giannis and the Bucks? Uh, definitely in a bad place right now. I, I think when I watch the Bucks, what I'm seeing, uh, a couple of things. I, I think I'm seeing right now a loss of belief. Right. They just don't have that swagger that you would expect a team with Giannis Antetokounmpo and Damian Lillard to have. They, they, there's too many breakdowns. And, and Doc alluded to some of the things that are based on maybe concentration or based on just competitive will. I'm seeing some of that as well. They've had defensive issues all year. And I think we're, we really started to see early on the impact of not having Drew Holiday as your point of attack defender. And, and the difference that makes with a guy like Damian Lillard, who mainly is going to do his damage on the other end of the floor. I don't think people put maybe enough stock into that difference going into the season because everybody had the Bucks in the top two in the East. There's not a person out there 
that didn't have the Milwaukee Bucks in the top two with the same roster they have now. So it's not the talent. We, we look at the roster and we say that is good enough to contend in the Eastern Conference. Now, maybe Boston's the best team in the Eastern. You come up short. But where they have fallen, to allow, allow teams like Cleveland maybe to surpass them in people's minds, to allow the Knicks when they're fully at, at full strength to pass them now in, in terms of belief of who could make a run in the Eastern Conference, that speaks a lot more than to their roster. Defensively, the competitive will and the multiple effort plays are just not there right now. Look, Doc Rivers, I'm not laying this at, at, at his feet at all. He just got there. It's hard, Monica, for a player to come in midseason yeah. to a new locker room and immediately have an impact. It's hard for a player. It's twice as hard for a head coach because everything has been laid out since September, how we're doing things. And now you come in, and he doesn't have great relationships with all these players. I'm sure he knows some of these guys. He doesn't have deep trust built up yet. He doesn't even have a chance to schematically change much because you don't practice a lot in the NBA. So this is sort of an on-the-fly thing. For Doc to have an impact, it's going to take a lot more time than this. And right now, he came into a situation that was a little bit demoralizing. It's gotten worse. And sometimes that's going to happen when you make a coaching change midseason. It gets worse before it gets better. And let's see ultimately, Monica, what Doc can do to squeeze the rest of the juice out of this team. Because they've got to improve defensively and they've got to improve their swagger and end game execution. That's to me, is their biggest issues right now. I'm jumping the gun here a little bit, Molly and Legs. But I know one of our questions today is who needs to come out of the All-Star break and hit a stride? To me, it's the Milwaukee Bucks for all of the reasons that you just listed, Legs. When you think of the expectations of this organization, particularly the way that the postseason ended last year, they are playing so far beneath the expectation. It's kind of confusing in many ways. And I think leadership is hugely important. Giannis Antetokounmpo is someone that is respected in this league for his intensity, his work ethic. Dame Lillard, same concept. But I also, Legs, I can't help but to think The last time that it was successful at superstar player was when Kawhi Leonard was able to do it with the Toronto Raptors. And I think in the era of stars being able to move, and rightfully so, they have earned that, we dismiss the little things that are hugely important to winning. Now, your uh, point of attack defense is not a little thing. That's a big thing, particularly for a team that has hung its hat on the defensive end. But I think this is taking longer than we anticipated for more than just the coaching reasons. Um, we were all thrilled about the idea that the space and pace that Giannis and Dame could could play within that pick and roll, whether you want Giannis in it or Lopez. Um, Bobby Portis continues to be someone that is productive off the bench for this team. But the little things, like all of the little things have kind of culminated to a head-scratching start to the season, to the first half of the season from the Milwaukee Bucks. And so I really think that Along the All-Star festivities, I hope that the coaching staff has an opportunity to sit and narrow down how they want to proceed and that this team comes out with some rejuvenated energy because I'm with you, Legs. It's, it's just very, very confusing. Yeah, and Monica, on that note, I'm going to bring in Brian Windhorse. Wendy, before you jump in here, Monica, I just want to know, did you get your egg white omelet today with the veggies? Did, <laughs> I, did that already happen, or should we be expecting so, a little ring ring? First of all, I got so many sex, Molly. Way to play that off on TV. Um, <laughs> actually, it was huge, so there's half of it in my fridge still. I'll probably finish it today. Okay, that's good. I already had my omelet in case you're wanting, Wendy. But I asked for the potatoes, well done, crispy, yeah. and they're like boiled potatoes. No good. No. I don't. You, you no, gotta no. have. You yeah. gotta have your potatoes you. like borderline burnt. I'm with you. I'm like I don't yeah. know how to. Potatoes I don't know how to away. communicate that better. But uh, best in New York. <laughs> we got to work on that. <laughs> Wendy, how we feeling? How we doing? Tell me this. How bad are things right now for the Bucks? That's where we are. 
Guys, this was an absolutely wretched loss, okay? The Memphis Grizzlies started, started two guys on 10-day contracts, one guy who'd been with them for about 48 hours. And one of the reasons they started was because a guy that they signed to a two-way contract a few weeks ago, Scottie Pippen Jr., was injured. And they beat the Bucks. So before we go anywhere, Doc let these guys off light by saying half of them were in Cabo. Because I think that was an eye-raising quote. Doc is not afraid to talk about his players and tell the truth sometimes. They got off light compared to the performance that they put on that. Okay, so now that I've said that, I want to say it would be very easy to write the Bucks off. And it would be very easy to say that this isn't working, that this is a disaster, etc. I would encourage you not to quite do that yet. Um, there are some indications that the Bucks have made some progress, and I know that is a tough sell at this moment, especially if you're a Bucks fan, and especially if you had huge expectations for them this year after the Dame trade, which you should. Their defense has, it's in these last 10 games with Doc, it has definitely gotten better. And I'm not, I am not putting last night's effort up there, but there are some improvements in there. Their, their numbers have gotten better in this stretch. They've been the number 12 defense. That's not exciting, but they were in the bottom like seven or eight when he got there. Unfortunately, their offensive output has absolutely cratered. And one of the big things when you look at this team, beyond just the embarrassment of this last game before the All-Star break, Dame Lillard has been really not playing well offensively for about a month now. You look at his stats, he's had a couple of very hot shooting nights. He had a game last week where he was 9 of 10. But you take a look at it. He was 7 of 21 last night. His shooting percentages, guys, have plummeted. His, his two-man game and expected chemistry with Giannis is really not there right now. And since Doc got there, their offense, which kept them in most games, because even on a night when they weren't defending anybody, they could score. Well, their offense has been absolutely in, the, in sand since Doc got there. So all I'm going to say is this. I am going to believe in Doc Rivers. I am going to believe that the defense is actually working a little bit. And I'm going to believe in Dame Lillard getting back to who Dame Lillard is. Um, they've, Chris Middleton is a problem. His injuries are a problem. They've got other issues. But I would just say it doesn't look great for the Bucks right now, but don't give up on them. They are still a dangerous team. There is still a dangerous team in there. And I think that they could still do something. Monica, before you jump in, um, just connecting with Stephen A's uh, sources again inside his camp. He ha- he is, he is in the building. He will be here shortly. Stephen A's in the building. We're just getting him all set up. So I'm sure he'll have plenty to say when when he gets here. Monica, uh, what do you have to say based on what Wendy just told us about the situation? I think Wendy's right. I'm not prepared to give up. I'm not saying give up. I am saying that this is taking longer than anticipated. And, you know, Wendy, for all of the challenges of last night's game and legs, I think that final possession was sort of an eerie sum of all the things in the first half that they would have a turnover and not get a quality look at the basket in order to try to tie that ball game up, I believe. Yeah, and send it into overtime. Um, I, I don't think – I think Giannis and Dame are the type of guys that have earned our respect, just like we have the conversation in the Western Conference. Do you completely close the door? on some of those stars and no so i'm not i'm not completely giving up but there are some serious questions i mean particularly when you look at the, a team like the knicks who now have much more depth if they get healthy of course 
and they can play on both sides of the basketball with their second unit. We mostly in this conversation, y'all, are talking a lot about their starting unit. We haven't even gotten into what they're doing from their supporting staff on the bench. Yeah, look, I, I think the, the way the Bucks have played and the, the vulnerability that they have shown combined with Joel Embiid's injury has all of a sudden created this opportunity, right, at the top of the East. And that's why Cleveland and the Knicks now are so much more interesting and, and the Knicks with the additions that they made. So this is going to be a, a sprint here at the top of the East. But the only thing I'll say about the, the Dame – Giannis thing, maybe we didn't put enough stock into. Think about how different this must feel for Damian Lillard offensively. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, that's not something that just takes 10, 15, 20 games or half a season. And maybe that takes a whole season before he finally just playing instinctively being himself because he's always been that on every team he's played on his entire life. It's the first time he went to a team where he wasn't considered the best player. That's an adjustment period, and you can even see last night, like end-of-game stuff, they're still not there. So I agree with you, Wendy. They're better defensively. That's a good sign. Now they've got to get their offense better, and more importantly, get the belief there and the trust yeah. built up amongst each other and with their new head coach. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pivot here because I have an exclusive <laughs> uh, sit-down interview right now with um, Mr. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A., I'm just going to interview you for a moment so Monica, Wendy, Tim, you no, guys can jump it up. I have a few questions I'm not, for you. I'm not interested in okay, answering okay. Any, I'm not interested in answering any of your questions First because of all, Molly, ladies and gentlemen in America, Molly Karam is a pathological liar. That did not happen to me. She made the whole thing up. Okay, a., that's I number just, one. Stephen a., what's your status? My cowboy, what, by Michael what, Parsons. What's you your status me? for today's I got, game? All right, okay, I got it. Let me tell my story, please. <laughs> I listen to your drivel, your lies to the American people. Tim, Wendy. Eminem, because I'm not even talking to Molly Q. I don't even want to talk to her. I ain't talking to her for the rest of the way. I'm done with her, okay? Yo, man, I'm on this. I'm, listen, they had to practice last night, and Shannon didn't show up. You understand? So I go there because I got to scout my team because I got to see who I'm going to play and who I'm going to put on the bench because I'm not losing this game tonight, okay? And the next thing you know, that damn Micah Parsons is on the basketball court acting like he's trying to sack quarterbacks and stuff and, and pushing <laughs> people around. So after that, so after that, they were they were sitting up there, and he and I were shooting around, shooting, shooting against one another, and it was some sweat on the floor. And I literally is about to pull. I was about to just pull up, just shooting. I literally bust my ass. I mean, I mean, feet flying in the air. And they were, Bow! You understand what I'm saying? I got up. I, it was like I was sliding. It was like I was, was sliding in the third base you, or something. Not I mean, like it was, a, it can't go bad. sweat on the was, floor. No, no, no. You it, can't use sweat on the floor, right. Stephen A. Hold you should have stuck with my red story. Tent, leg, legs. I had on, yes. I had the on red a red bottle. Right, the same damn red bottles I had when I threw the first pitch. That's very bad. It's my I, I messed up. I messed up. You didn't learn. Okay. So I slipped. I slipped. I slipped. Hold on. Don't interrupt, Molly. I told you I'm done with you. So I slipped. I bust my butt. I get up. I get up. I'm feeling all right. I'm feeling all right. I'm still shooting around and stuff. I leave the arena. I'm feeling just fine. I go back to bed. And in the middle of the night, my ankle felt on fire. I don't know what the hell was happening. I couldn't walk. My ankle was killing me. And yo, the NBA, let me, let me tell you, the NBA, I just want to say this for the record. The NBA, the National Basketball Association, I mean, I love them because I wouldn't be where I am today if it were not for the NBA. But evidently, they love me too. They had a doctor. In my room at seven o'clock, they got me to the hospital. An hour later, took some X-rays, made oh sure I didn't tear anything, I didn't break oh anything. They got me in. The, they got me in a brace right now. I Hold got up. a boot to use when when the Hold brace up. ain't good enough. The okay. NBA, 
Fantastic. You took it. See that? Pause. That's love, Adam Silver. That's pause. love, Adam Silver. Pause, pause, pause. <laughs> more wait, than, wait, more wait, than wait. Molly don't ever worry, gave don't me. Don't worry about the With her right lying now. stuff. I got to talk to Stephen A. Oh, please. Let's just focus on this. Right. So, what? What do you okay. want? So what do you I... want, you liar? Hold up. So I tell America. <laughs> it made up that, the story. L- let me finish. I tell America on national TV. You're going to confirm it if you want. I tell them Stephen A's in Indianapolis. He's coaching the Ruffle Celebrity All-Star Game against Shannon. And sharp tonight on ESPN. Please, producers, get out of my ear. Yeah. Against ESPN, right? right. And Stephen A's messing right. around on the court with Micah Parsons, right. a former cowboy. Did you say Michael Carson crossed me over? Did you not yeah, say Michael Carson crossed me over? I said Michael Parsons crossed you that's over. That's a lie. Okay, that's well, that's the one detail that was wrong. You can't and say then that. Hold up. And then hold up. And then I was told this. Then I was told you're at the hospital getting x-rays. And I was, you might have I was. the coach on crutches. I was. So don't act like I lied. And then talk- hold up. Wait, I got no, one more no, thing to say. Dead lie. No, 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 dead no, lie. no, no, no. The crutches were a lie, and Micah, I got crossed over by a cowboy. You hold have up. any idea how incriminating that is? Hold up, hold up. How can you say up. such a thing? Stephen a. a cowboy Stephen crossed a. me over? Stop talking over me. And then when you were at Yankee Stadium and you went on that mound, why were you wearing Louboutins? You slid with the Louboutins. You knew that was a bad idea. And now you're out here on the court. Why don't you have basketball sneakers on? Can I answer? Like, that is on Can I you. answer? With your front? With your 10 minute questions? Can I answer with your 10 minute questions? First of all, I wasn't supposed to be playing at all. That damn Micah Parsons coaxed me into to, to shooting the basketball. That's number one. I was just there. I'm the coach. They're supposed to be playing. Secondly, secondly, again, okay, I was styling the profile of my sneaker game and the whole nine. You know what I said? With my suit that I wore for Thanksgiving, I was looking pretty damn good. But. No cowboy would ever cross me over. That is the pathological lie that you tried to tell to the American public. You should be ashamed of yourself. I ain't want to talk to you right now. I ain't want to talk to you right now. Stephen A., what, what kind of basketball sneakers do you want? What kind of sneakers should we send him? Tim, what would be good Jordan. to protect his ankle? Oh, send him some Jordans. Send him some Jordans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send okay, some Jordans. We'll, we'll get him some Jordans. I we'll... never want to hear about sweat on the floor again. I know. Like, wasn't my story better I think for street right. cred? Yeah, I yes. think I, I, I love the fact you said, oh, you know what? I got more. that one detail wrong. Yeah, oh, that one little detail. I love it. Like, come on, Stephen. I- oh. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one. The majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, 
thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, yeah, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Jack Johnson. If we're talking about the most misunderstood athletes ever, boxer Jack Johnson is near the top of the list. Born to former enslaved parents, Johnson would define race and sports in the early 1900s. The world champion dismantled his competition, namely white men, with ease. But his world championship lifestyle came with a steep price. Race riots turned deadly after Johnson beat Jim Jeffers, dubbed the Great White Hope. On July 4th, 1910, In 1913, Johnson was convicted of violating the Mann Act for daring date a white woman. The historic heavyweight champion wouldn't be pardoned for that crime for another 105 years. But his legacy remains. Johnson lived life. In fact, so many conversations we have today can be traced back to his time on the world championship stage. All right, after just one season of the 49ers defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes is out, uh, Coach Kyle Shanahan announced the move to the media yesterday afternoon. Wilkes was the D.C. The 49ers were one of the top defenses in the league in the regular season, allowing just 17.5 points per game on 304 yards per game. However, in the postseason, the Niners gave eight more points and 100 more yards per game. Let's flash back yesterday to S.A. on this Wilkes firing. I'm just sick and tired of folks getting certain chances that other people don't get. In the Super Bowl, okay, you've got a team that spent 57-plus minutes holding the Kansas City Chiefs to under 20 points, and you still can't win a game, but Steve Wilkes is out of a job, but you keep yours. If you're so great, how come you can't work with somebody in Steve Wilkes, who obviously did a damn good job, and say, there are things that I want to modify here, and I want you to do that in order for us to be better. How about that? Mm, strong take by Stephen A. Uh, and we have Bart Scott here with us now. Bart, good morning. What's up, Molly? You're just pouring a little water out? Pouring out a little liquor for the oh, athlete dang. formerly known as uh, uh, Stephen A., man. <laughs> right, yo, listen, they say athletes dies two deaths, yo, right? Bro. The athlete that dies in the natural death. And we got to put the rest, man, from the from the baseball pitch to now this. Yo, man. This is, see yo, this right here? This is trade. Come on, man. Yo, 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 my brother, my brother, my brother, I rolled out, beat Bar Scott, man. I rolled out there as the coach, man. And I wasn't supposed to do anything. And then, and, and then, and then, and then, I'm sitting out there, I'm just shooting, bro. And the next thing you know, bow, I just, I, 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 I slipped and fell. It could happen to anybody, man. It could happen to anybody, my brother. You know what I'm saying? I never played baseball. I I ain't played baseball since I was in elementary school, junior high school, rather. That don't count. You know what I'm saying? But basketball, 
It's what I do. I'm just trying to tell you. It, I just fell, man. Yeah. I just he, fell. He, he, you can continue. He won't talk to me. Will you ask <laughs> if he's talking to me yet? Will you ask him? Right, right, have you? No, I'm not. I'm not talking this? to her. She gave us a play. No, man. Sweat. I ain't going to. Then you my, went with Molly, sweat. Yo, man. Yo, man. You sweat. Can, you cannot you red lie. Dye, you red cannot lie on the bottom and of say that. You can you cannot lie and say a cowboy crossed me over, man. You can't do that. <laughs> but that's a, a, that's never, a better story. That would never happen. Stephen A., what's that would the better never story? That's a better story. You, you slip I told you I'm not sweat. talking to you. I'm, I'm you telling you I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you right now. 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 I'm just not. I'm going to get Molly. I'm going to get Molly for this. So how you rolling? Like, did, 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 did they give you a little bike where you can put your foot up in school? Are you going to be on, on what, what, wheels what, what, when you what, get out what, there? With the basket. No, don't do those hands. They did, they, they did wheel me into the clinic. They did do that. <laughs> Stop you know, it. And after that, and after that, they did. I'm just telling you the Stop truth. It. I'm not you got, lying you, like you, some people. When are, when are we getting that, the x-rays? I, I, I got on a brace. We got I got boot? on the brace. The X-rays happened. I have no, I, I have no broken bones. Oh yeah, they got. I got the boot too. That's only one I needed when I'm walking around the house right now. But you know, I I kick my leg up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, right now, you know, the way Listen. they got me going. Oh, right you now, still got the Louboutins. I mean, oh my goodness! You still got. Look, oh. Show everybody what the bottom of Louboutins look like. <laughs> Look, they, they feel like you, they got. Stephen they look like a. they got a clear coat Stephen on them. A, you you might... tried to hoop in those, man. You got attacked. No, those, man. I was just shooting. I wasn't uh, playing. Story gets worse. I hit a wet spot. Stephen Lou, Lou, a. are heavier than, than Patrick Ewing's. <laughs> I love but, him though. Bart, love him. did you see him try to get his leg up on the table? Yeah. He's got to stretch those hammies. <laughs> like Stephen A., can we get Molly, you in a yoga Molly. class? Yeah, we got we to gotta get Molly, you a pure Molly. bar. We're going to sign you up for not, pure I'm bar. so I'm mad at up. me right now. <laughs> Stephen A., how mad, are, how mad are you at me right now? Come on now. So mad. I'm disgusted because you Listen. lied and you, you you lied and you used a cowboy to do it Listen. to try to humiliate me. I'm going to get you. Yeah, I got all year to get you. You Listen, will this, pay for this, Molly. Okay. But Trust what we appreciate me. about Trust. you is you play hurt because we don't know if Greeny would have showed up today. Right, we so you prove that you're a tougher athlete. You play hurt. Now my man so Greeny would have showed up. I, I, my I man Greeny would have okay. showed up. I commend you for playing hurt. Okay. Right, right. I just right, if anybody, rain. let's go. Okay, let's talk about Stephen these A. What what size shoe are you? Thirteen. Okay, thirteen. If anybody um, from Jordan, you know, any other brands, if you guys want to just send us well, some Jordan's already taking care of size, me. Jordan's size Jordan's already taking care of me. We no. need those. Already, I got two no, pairs of Jordans in my room. If I know I was gonna play, I'd have wear New Balance. Okay. None athletes wear New Balance. So you got to call Kawaii. We got to get him some New, new Balance. Not, yeah, because they got a wider I'm not, I'm not feet. A but oh, gentlemen, you that know helps I mean? with stability yeah, and stability. balance. You, you won't roll <laughs> over. Should you know we get him hokas? <laughs> when y'all when y'all get when y'all get fifty six years old, we'll see how you look. Stephen A, you look I'm great fine. for your age. Would you stop? <laughs> you know that you do. Relax. Know, no, no. We're I, just I, having I, fun. I do, but I look I look I look great. Period. Actually, okay. Listen, I hope it ain't no underground tape that's gonna come out, man. it ain't no underground footage. You know it is. You know, yo, 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 yo. You know, oh you know Shaq God. looking for Barkley already. Barkley already texts me cracking up laughing, which means that Shaq is going to find it for Shaq and the Fool. Okay. You know he is. Perfect. Oh. Any, no footage, he is. any footage, hit me up on Instagram, DM me that. Any shoes, we'll take care of essay. All right. You guys want to talk about Shanahan? Yeah, let's so, do it. obviously. Yes, they let they let their DC yeah. Steve Wilkes go yeah. after just one year. Uh, do you believe Shanahan will get San Francisco over the hump, Bart? It's tough, right? Because he's starting to become like Dan Reeves, right? Dan Reeves, you know, and, and those you know Denver Bronco teams for those everybody that don't know that 
he was always able to get to the AFC Championship. And before John Elway won his two, he lost four. And, um, you know, I think that he's at a tough time, right, because arguably we have a generational talent. We have the next Tom Brady that prevents a lot of great players from winning championships. But it's his decision-making and it's these, these gifts that he has, right? The fact that the offense, they didn't have a plan. And when you hear on the other side, Chris Jones saying, hey, we talked about it. We had a plan that we were going to go for two. He seemed ill-prepared. And it's time for this regime to cash in. And the problem is they only have 12 months to figure this out, Stephen A., because after yep. 12 months, they're going to have to pay Brock Purdy. And Brock Purdy is making $900,000. So he's going to be making at least – 40 times what he makes now. You already heard Brandon Ayuk say, hey, man, listen, I'm, I'm back if, if, if it's for the right price. So now you got to start taking things away from him. So, like, he has arguably the best roster. If you if you was go player for player and pick one for one outside a quarterback, tight end, and maybe defensive tackle, you're picking every other player. Okay, maybe Snead. You're picking every other player on San Francisco for that position. You know, so he has to cash in on it. And listen, it's one move that I think that he can make an upgrade because now everybody's been hired. And it's unfair to Steve Wilkes, I mean, to Wilkes that the fact that he's going to be unemployed after the hiring cycle. I said this before and I'll say it again. Rex Ryan would be my choice. And when you think about what Rex Ryan has done, and it seems like when you think about Shanahan, McCarthy, they go back with old school guys, right? You know, because they're from the old school. The only logical uh, coordinator I think that can get them over the hump is a guy like Rex Ryan. Mm. Let me say this to you. <clears throat> I think that Rex Ryan is one of the greatest defensive coordinators <laughs> ever. And any team that's looking for a a coach to coach their defense. Listen, we know what the man knows about football. We especially know what he knows about football on the defensive side of the ball. But that's from watching him coach. But to work with him and to communicate with him and to see the fire in his belly when it comes to talking about defense, teaching defense, and the mentality that you're supposed to have when you're playing defense, obviously you know I don't. You know what I'm saying is true because you've been saying it for years. And I think that that's definitely the direction to go. What I hesitate with with, with Rex Ryan about is that Rex Ryan is a galvanizer. He's somebody that can rally the troops. You know, you think about Rex Ryan in a manner that you used to, you know, you you, you thought about, uh, you know, his pops, you know, uh, know, Dick LeBeau, Wade Phillips, all of those guys. And so, you know, you think about it from that standpoint, and that would make a coach very iffy. It shouldn't make Shanahan that because he's not going anywhere. And we know that Shanahan is a damn good coach, if not a great coach. It's just that he can't seem to close. He can't seem to win the big one. I still have a problem with him letting go of Will. The guy gets there in his first year. They got a top three defense, and they tailed off at times during the regular season. And certainly during the playoffs, they were giving up like 100 more yards per game. But overall, the man did an outstanding job. And when you take into account how they performed in the Super Bowl, the defense was not why they lost the Super Bowl. Right. The defense of the San Francisco 49ers is not why the San Francisco 49ers lost the Super Bowl. And I look at it from that perspective, and I say, you got to be kidding me that, that, that Steve Wilkes ends up being the fall guy. And I don't know whether it's him, it's Eric Bieniemy, but you see, it, it almost seems intentional where guys are out to sully their careers. Because Eric Bieniemy and Steve Wilkes should have jobs 
in the National Football League, at the very least as as coordinators and arguably as head coaches when you see some of the opportunities that others have gotten. As it pertains to do you believe in Shanahan, can he get the 49ers over the hump? I'm going to say yes, because when you're knocking that close on multiple occasions, you've got something going for you that most coaches don't, Bart, and I get that part. But I just wish that if Shanahan's not going to judge himself, somebody was in a position to judge him the way he evidently judges others, because I hate the fact that Steve Wilkes is out looking for a job. Yeah, Steve Wilkes definitely deserved. Listen, you look at all the metrics, right? He was better than D'Amico Ryan was the, the, the week before. But you can tell that there was a little tension going on because they asked him to come down from the booth, uh, from the skybox, down to the sideline. You know, and the run defense wasn't solid. You know, at times the defense was questioning about their effort. Um, and sometimes it's about uh, styles, right? Because they went from Robert Sala and his defense yeah. and that system but they went to D'Amico Ryan, who was an understudy of Salah. And then Wilkes came in with his own system because mm-hmm. he is a coach that comes with a resume of a, a damn good coach. He did a great job in, in, in Carolina as well. And so I just think maybe a different in philosophy. I know for a fact what happens after these you know, seasons and disappointment, right? You, you come down and you have these meetings and you try and have these coming uh, uh, of the minds. And maybe something was said where they both decide to go the other way. I just, I, I just wish if it was going to happen, it would have happened at a time where he had an opportunity to interview for jobs. Now, he'll go somewhere and be a linebacker's coach, you know, because he has great relationships around his league. He's very well respected. He's better than a linebacker's right. coach. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He's better yeah. than a that, that, no, That's he, an insult course, to him. No, no, absolutely. I'm just saying they'll find a way where he's a def- he's a um, assistant head coach. They'll give him that title because that's what carries. But, you know, in this fraternity, you know, you see coaches bounce around and he'll be back on his feet and maybe a defense coordinator or yeah. a head coach candidate later. But unfortunate that it had to go this way. Shanahan had to find somebody to blame. And you knew he wasn't going to blame himself. Yeah. I mean, one hour is too short. Uh, one year too short of a leash. And yeah. obviously, speaking of styles, we know styles make fights. Just ask Stephen A versus the sweat. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. 
the same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. And this just in, breaking news from our Adam Schefter. Injury update. After a trip to the hospital, at Stephen A. Smith is in an ankle brace for an injury he suffered practicing against Michael Parsons. I'd like to add from the opposing team for the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game, Smith will, however, coach tonight's game. Definitely, he texted. (laughs) I mean, no one's better than Adam. We know when it comes from Adam. Word is true. Right, He's right. He did text yeah. me. He did. Yeah. He, he, he did text me. I mean, that, that, that's what he did. It's all right, y'all. It's okay. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, all I know is this, man. Yo, man, let me tell you something right now. That damn Michael Parsons, I'm going to get him tonight because see, when I was out there coaching, I figured him out. I know how we going to beat Shannon Sharp and, and his team. And, and, and Michael Parsons think he's going to be the star. I was scouting this brother right here. First of all, one of his shoulders, not both, one of his shoulders will cover bodies. Okay? You can't even find. I mean, this, the brother's yeah. massive. Okay? So let's get that out the way. But that's going to work to my advantage. Micah Parsons is an offensive foul waiting to happen. It's an offensive. He can't help himself, Tim. He can't help himself, Eminem. He's going to be brilliant. He was out there playing against ladies last night. They were practicing on the court with him, and he was running them over. He can't help himself. He cannot help himself. He cannot separate football from basketball. And, and you expect Shannon to coach him out of that? <laughs> I mean, please, no chance. No, the black are you a little nervous? Is gonna for, coach is, going to coach him on nervous? how to be finesse? Oh, please. He's got no chance. Shannon's got no chance. That's right. That's me, please. I told him that he should have never showed up to Indy. He should have never showed up to Indy. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You know what I'm He got no chance. I'm not even worried about it. I got a crew. We'll be ready. Monica, we'll be ready. And then they made me hurt my ankle, too. They're going to pay. They're wow. going to pay. Before you jump pay. in on this. Did he make Adam, you hurt the Adam, ankle or was it the yeah. sweat? Yeah. It, it, that slipped. I shouldn't have been on the court. Mm. I shouldn't have been on the court. Shouldn't mm. have been on the court, mm. Eminem. Mm. I should have been like okay. you, Eminem. You know, just that's what I should have done. <laughs> right. just, it's chilling. Um, I'm told Tim, that stop I'm laughing at me, Tim. Tim, by the Tim, like, listen, Molly, like, supposed listen, to be my boy. Stephen A., Molly, supposed to be my boy. Will, Molly will testify this. When I walked in the studio today, she told me this story, and she told me you got crossed up by Micah Parsons. And my first reaction <gasps> was, wait a second. This is a joke, right? You're not serious. That didn't happen to Stephen A. So I didn't buy it. You know you're my boy. I didn't. didn't, I didn't buy it. But Molly stuck to the story. Thank you. So by the time you showed up Molly, today on the show, the I had, I, excuse I me, it's happened. been confirmed by Adam Schefter. There's no bigger insider. <laughs> no. And I'm in no. Adam's. No. I don't know what to think. Now. Let me finish. No. Yeah. Let me just finish That here. is not what Adam Excuse said. Excuse me. Excuse me, Stephen A. Adam's going to continue <laughs> to monitor the story, so Adam will let you guys know how Stephen A. looks moving around in the walking boot. Okay. We're going to get updates throughout the Celebrity All-Star Game. He's all over the story. And listen, when it's from Adam, to me, it's like Bible, so, like, it's good for me. So I'm, I'm good with it. Well, I just, what do you mean, like, Bible? I just told you I spoke to him. And if Adam called, he called me, he texted me directly. Yes. He is right. He, he spoke yeah. to me. Yeah. That yeah. You def- you definitely. He did not say I got crossed over by Micah Parsons. Oh, he couldn't fit that in the t- You can only fit so much text. Oh, really? There you t- go. That's <laughs> it, Molly. Oh, that's tweet. It. Ran out of words. Adam is working on Word a piece. Count. Stephen A., he's working on a piece for ESPN.com right now with all the details. He could only fit that much. <laughs>
Uh, you guys are a mess. Oh, my God. Stop wearing Let's Louis Vuittons. Go, oh, my gosh. Today All is right. Adam. Today is Adam. Tomorrow is Shaq and the Fool. I know Shaq uh, going to do something. I know. I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you. I know you're going to do something. Oh, damn it. Is. Go ahead. Let's go. Let's right. go. It's just go. Stephen A. Let's go. It's like a black cat's running around. It's crazy. <laughs> Time for a quick take. Steph Curry and Sabrina Inescu will compete in a special long-distance shootout Saturday. That's going to be special. Curry's the NBA's all-time three-point leader. Inescu, the WNBA single-season three-point record holder. Their competition marks the first time an NBA and WNBA player will go head-to-head or shot-for-shot. Monica, you're up first. Who you got? Ooh, okay, so let me just say that I'm all about this as a celebration. As we started the show talking about women's basketball, it is growing. And both Steph and Sabrina are about the opportunity to continue to grow the game for young people to be inspired by the shootout. Now, I understand who Steph Curry is, but women's basketball has my heart. So let's go, Sad. Let's get it done. Listen, if you're asking me, ahead, look, this, ahead, this, this has nothing to do with, with gender or anything else. I, it comes down to this. For me personally, I, I've never seen anybody shoot a basketball like Steph Curry. So I'm going to go with Steph. It's not even about supporting you know, my, my fellow NBA guy or anything. It's just I've never seen anybody do it at the level of Steph. I do think she's going to give a run for his money. She might, she might beat him. But I, if you ask me to lay money on it, I, I got to go with Steph Curry. S.A.? Well, this ain't, no, this ain't no pity party here. She could beat him. She could really, really mm-hmm. shoot. A matter of fact, if it was Caitlin Clark, I, I, I would predict that she might win. But I will say this. I'm not betting against the greatest shooter God has ever created. I'm not betting against him. But it is going to be a very competitive matchup. And it's not like we haven't seen Steph lose before. Remember, Clay Thompson mm-hmm. beat Steph yeah. Curry in a three-point shooting contest. So let's not forget years ago. So let's not forget that. He can lose, yeah. and she does have the capability to beat him. So it's going to be very interesting. That's going to be epic. My only thing is I just hope they have a lot of towels out there because we don't want <laughs> we don't want the sweat to get there. No slippage. You know, no, we, no slippage. we don't want any more right. casualties be winning. at They'll this be winning. ESPN. I'm, 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 right. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to the store right. straight from here to buy, right. to buy me some, some, new, some, some new sneakers, you know. Appropriate footwear. That's Appro- that's appropriate, yeah, appropriate, appropriate footwear. footwear. Get an ankle yeah. brace yeah. while you're at it. Those and Stephen A., what was the tracksuit you had on? Like, right. what, what, brand, what brand was that tracksuit? Don't worry I mean, about was, the brand. That was but definitely a designer tracksuit, too. It's the uh, suit that I had on when, uh, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. When we did our Thanksgiving show yeah. in studio. Designer. Yeah. Designer. Yeah. It was a flex. Yeah. We need don't worry about some it. athletic Don't worry gear. about it. How about you some don't gym need shorts? Tips. You don't need, I'm not giving you any tips. Shorts. I'm not giving you any tips. You know what I'm saying? I'm not giving you any tips. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.